You're listening to the Digital Learners Podcast, episode number eight. This is Ishan Chan, and you're listening to Digital Learners, the podcast focused on helping you leverage new ways of learning to build your talent stack and create a more fulfilling career. I'll share my personal journey, as well as stories from people who are challenging the status quo in how they learn, network, and shape their career. The future of work is the future of learning. You never know what you might discover if you try something new. Hi everyone, this episode is inspired by the number one question that I get where people ask me, how do I fit in so much in my schedule? As you know, I have a full-time job, I am a mum to a three and a half year old daughter, I have a side hustle in photography and most recently I started this podcast. To be honest, whenever I get asked this question, I'm not sure what answer people are actually looking to hear. To give you an example, sometimes I'd ask them if there is something they want to do more of. They immediately say things like, oh, I'm just so tired after work. I just want to relax and I don't have the energy to do or think about anything else. And other times I feel like people are waiting for me to reveal some secret aha moment, like the fact that I live next to my parents who help us out during the weekdays. Whilst I suppose that is one of the big reasons I am able to do what I do, how I really feel is that I don't actually think that success is measured by how many things you're working on or juggling at the same time. Therefore, this episode is not going to be about how to manage your time better because ever since I've become a parent, I've realized there is no right or wrong way in terms of how you spend your 24 hours in a day, provided that you are intentional about how you choose to spend your time. This episode is also not going to be about what or how much you should be achieving at any given time frame because it really depends on your priorities, your health, family circumstances. I've had some years where my priority was to be present for my family's milestones and another year I dedicated entirely to finding a house to live in which can take months as many of you can relate to, moving house and overseeing the renovations which in total took almost an entire year. What I do want to talk about, though, is the three things that were a game changer for me this year, and that is flow, daily habits, and the practice of re-evaluating your goals on a regular basis. I find that the combination of these three approaches helps me improve how I set my intentions, helps me stay focused, and feel a sense of achievement and also helps build resilience. Let's start with daily habits. The best stationary purchase of the year has got to be this journal from my goals. I hope I pronounced that right. It's spelled M-I-G-O-A-L-S. It's called a progress journal where in the first three pages you fill in your goals for the next 90 days and then you mark each page following that with the actual date to keep yourself accountable for the next 90 days. This journal has been a game changer for me this year as it helped me establish the discipline of daily habits. It can be expensive from a cost per use perspective to use this journal because there are days where I don't fill in anything and some weeks are uneventful because of other priorities and on other days I feel inspired to take action and rebuild momentum. 
What I like about this journal is that it reminds you of your goals and your original thought process about what it would take to achieve that goal. And it embeds a daily habit of celebrating success, being thankful, and helps you become kinder to yourself when you can look back and see how far you've come through many small actions. I also like how they've laid out the goals page where it has a section that lets you outline the key steps to making this happen. I find that most of the time, the first three steps that you can think of when conceptualizing any idea are actually the most critical steps to gain momentum. Therefore, I find that being able to keep track of my thought process by writing it down instead of pondering about it in my head reduces the inertia of taking action. That's not to say that I take action every day. There are days where I just want to sleep. I want to chill and unwind. And there are other days where I'm not as tired, but I don't have the willpower to mentally start a new task. My ideas come to me in spurts. Sometimes it's in the morning on the way to work. Sometimes it's on the way back from work. And neither of these times are ideal for taking action. So what I do is keep a digital notebook like Evernote so I can jot down ideas and refine them later on so that when I do have a bit of spare time but lacking motivation, I look through my Evernote or my project management app called Asana to see which task would be the easiest one to get done with the limited time or willpower that I have. And in doing so the sense of accomplishment actually motivates me to continue on with the next task if I'm on a roll. What I'm saying is that I go with the flow. I write ideas down so that future me can pick it up where I left off and I leave the creative tasks for either first thing in the morning or at night and administrative tasks for the afternoon or when my brain is totally fried. So an example of that could be creating to-do lists and setting reminders for myself. I try not to pressure myself to achieve everything in one go and I'm also a believer that if it's going nowhere or taking too long, chances are there's something wrong about the approach that needs to be revisited or the energy might not be right and therefore it's better to just park it and come back to it later. Why I'm such a big fan of flow and daily habits is that it builds the habit of turning an idea into taking action. It builds the habit of mind mapping, planning and breaking it down into specific tasks that are achievable. Sometimes my achievement for the day was simply to make a list or write down a mind map before I go to bed. The other reason I'm a fan of daily habits is that it builds resilience and focus. Just this week, I've had a few curveballs thrown at me and instead of feeling flustered about how I was going to achieve it all, I knew that as long as I reprioritized and put other things on hold, I simply refocused the momentum that I had built for a different set of tasks with this one that's now a high priority. Instead of feeling stressed about having less time than usual to handle the curveballs, the stamina that I had built up through daily habits allowed me to refocus more easily on what was possible. The third thing that's been a game changer for me is re-evaluating my goals on a regular basis. If you're curious to know how I'm going with the goals I'd written down in my My Goals Progress journal, I'm now approaching the end of my second journal, which means I've now been using it for six months. 
In my first journal, I achieved two out of three goals, which I'm really happy with because the first two were the most important to me. And it was also a really important moment of realization that I needed to come to terms with the fact that I didn't really value the third goal as much. You can tell because the section where you had to brainstorm the key steps to achieve that goal was completed in a half-hearted way. In my second journal, I achieved the one and only goal that was dearest to me, which was to launch this podcast and build the momentum for more to come next year. The second goal I had written down will be postponed to the next 90-day cycle due to circumstances outside of my control. And the third goal, now that I look back at it, is actually a goal to give myself permission to reset expectations rather than being the type of goal that involves a long list of actions. If I hadn't written my goals down, I probably wouldn't have realized which goals mattered to me most, and I probably wouldn't have been as kind to myself about my sense of achievement towards these goals. Now, you don't necessarily need to purchase the same journal to build the habit of goal setting. This is not a sponsored post, and I'm sure there are other journals out there that serve a similar purpose. What matters most is to firstly think about what's most important to you and ask yourself how badly do you want it. Having time or energy doesn't mean you have the idea, the willpower or the inspiration to take action. Or it could be vice versa where you do have the idea but you don't have the time or energy to turn it into a reality. And that's where flow and daily habits come in. You need to build momentum, not speed, not throughput. Recently, I spoke to a couple of people who share their future career plans and that they make a start, not take the leap in a few years time. Whilst I can understand the logic behind the time frame in both these situations, What I couldn't wrap my head around was that they felt that taking action was something they could take on at a later date. In one scenario, I challenged them on the multiple learning curves that's likely to be involved in managing the career change. There's the work up front around defining your niche, learning about the technical aspects required to enable the transition, doing research with people already in the field, And you don't want to be rushing all of this at the same time as preparing for the big transition. You want to be getting through the learning curves for the things that can be done upfront, like speaking to people, doing your research, learning skills that will be transferable, or simply observing people who are doing what you want to be doing in the future. Just recently, I encourage yet another person to make their very first step about connecting with people who can help them refine their thinking long before they feel confident about turning their goal into a reality. So if there's something that you really want and you're putting it off for the right time, think about how you can create the right conditions for the right time to happen. Think about the small actions you can get started now to build momentum, build flow and build the habit of turning ideas into action. It can be as simple as writing it down, connecting with people and sharing your idea with someone you trust who can help you refine your thinking. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was actually inspired by someone who I ran into after work one day, and that conversation inspired me to bring you this episode. So thank you. You know who you are. And thank you for that email that said that it was no coincidence that we met that day. So thank you. If you have any more questions that you'd like me to cover in future episodes, I'd love to hear from you. The best way to contact me is via direct message on Instagram, where you can find me at Digital Learners Podcast. And before I wrap up, I do have one small favor to ask. I'd be ever so grateful if you could rate and review on Apple Podcasts as it helps other listeners find our podcast and it also helps with pitching for guests to interview on the show. Thank you for listening and see you on the next episode. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review and subscribe and let me know if this has helped you in any way in shaping your career goals. I'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Learners Podcast and for show notes for every episode, head over to digitallearners.co.